Oh doctor, I've been doing just about everything. I've undergone all the required tests and treatment and I've taken all my pills with regularity. Yet the problem still exists. This is such a bother doc. Please help me fix this. I can no longer lead life with the restrictive peak of this malady. I'm requesting you help me see change. This is the plea of several across the world. And what exactly are these problems? Well, as I described in the previous episode, they can vary from cardiovascular diseases to obesity, diabetes, chronic pain, autoimmune diseases, all of these and many more. However, do doctors have an outright answer that would work for sure, especially these non-pathogenic irksome troubles? Well, not many. Most doctors around the world do not give a sustainable solution. Even if they give you a plan of action, they are very vague in their approach. Few prescription drugs is all they give as a futile attempt to cure. The importance of food and nutrition in sustainable recovery is often less prioritized and many a times ignored too. This needs to change and the limelight needs to shift back to nutrition and this episode speaking about pillar 1 in the four pillar plan aims at doing just that. Befriend your body an imperative metamorphosis from illness to wellness. Let me kick start this episode by narrating a small series of events that happened few years ago and proved to be very enlightening. My grandmother was ill with stomach upsets and diarrhea and for this problem we consulted several doctors all of who addressed her illness in the same conventional manner that is prescribing tests and giving drugs whose dosage continually became stronger and stronger with each revisit. We had the lingering doubt that her illness could be due to some particular food that she eats. However, when we posted this concern to all the doctors, they nonchalantly replied saying she can eat light until she gets better and then she can go back to eating everything. However, my grandmom's condition was repetitive and the stomach upsets reappeared monthly or even weekly sometimes. We weren't really convinced with any of these doctors' responses and didn't know how to go about hence. We were paying heavily on tests and continuous medicines only to see that the problem reappears. Few weeks later, one of my dad's friends recommended another doctor, a specialized gastroenterologist, who he swore was different in his approach. We decided to give him a try. This is where the change occurred. This is where we were shown the ignored truth. Here goes why. We booked an appointment with him and on seeing my grandmom's condition and her history, shaking his head in disbelief seeing the number of tests and drugs she had consumed said that there was only one test that she needed and this would be the only first step towards a sustainable recovery the food allergy test my grandmom got the test done and the report was in our inbox in just a few days that detailed yet straightforward test report gave us all the answers we were desperately hunting for regarding my grandmom's health turns out she was allergic to wheat dairy oats moong dal eggs and soy among the major ones and many other minor food stuff this means that her body cannot handle these foods and things go wrong when consumed regularly despite having such intolerances due to unawareness and misguidance For a long while she had been consuming an allergen excess diet tea which has milk 
and chapati which has wheat were daily consumed and honestly even we cannot imagine our lives without it it was no surprise that her digestive system was reacting in such a manner considering that she had consumed food she was intolerant to for a long long period of time now let me tell you why this is relevant for everyone there is a large majority of people in the world today actually allergic to dairy and gluten which is contained in wheat these two foods are common allergens to the human race in general the whole problem is that hardly anyone is aware about this these food stuff are engraved in our traditional diet and have been considered healthy for long even doctors say that wheat bread and wheat chapatis are not a problem but no wheat is a hazard this is modern research and this is the harsh truth the root cause for our illness is most probably in the food we eat regularly in fact daily it is in the food we just assumed were good for us and never suspected would you believe me if i told you that the problem is in the two chapatis you eat every day you wouldn't but after listening to this episode you will be justified to believe me and nod your head in agreement before moving on to the nutritional technicality of this incident let me also shed some light on the holes in the nutritional dimension of today's medical practitioners please don't get me wrong i hold great reverence for doctors across the world and i commend their selfless service to the highest degree especially in this current covid situation but what i'm trying to say is that many doctors blindly choose the expensive drugs tests and therapy route and turn a blind eye to the nutritional healing route for these lifestyle diseases even after the patient's problems are reoccurring and the meds have shown no significant benefit it took my grandma many doctors to finally reach one who showed us the shadowed path to healing my point here is that along with the prescribed medicines though your doctor defies and downplays the need for nutritional change I recommend that you do visit an expert nutritionist to tackle your lifestyle disease. Now coming back, let me explain my grandmom's condition and what the continuous intake of allergic food did to her system. What she has is called the leaky gut syndrome. Let's dive right into it. Our body has trillions of bacteria and they're collectively known as the microbiome. they help in various functions in the body including digestion production of nutrients protection against harmful viruses and bacteria and they support our immunity a vast majority of this microbiome are present in our gut 70% of the body's immune system is actually present in our intestinal tract thus the microbiome present in the gut helps immune related responses to be carried out a disruption to this microbiome environment mainly by food causes the epithelial cells of the intestinal tract to become weak and loose causing even harmful substances to enter our blood stream the filtration which was the role of these epithelial cells does not occur and this phenomena is known as leaky gut a condition like this initiates repeated inflammatory responses to fight those foreign substances causing digestive issues chronic pain and autoimmune diseases so here is an important point unexpected and a bit surprising too the actual reason for all your illness is inflammation really due to the entry of foreign substances through the leaky gut leaky gut is caused by many factors such as stress use of antibiotics poor diet lack of exercise etc 
In my grandmother's case, it was due to continuous intake of food that she was completely intolerant to, which was shown by the food sensitivity test. Another cause for her leaky gut syndrome was the overuse of antibiotics prescribed by various doctors. Leaky gut has caused an autoimmune condition called irritable bowel syndrome or IBS in my grandmother, which led to frequent diarrhea. She also developed another autoimmune disease due to the leaky gut condition called rheumatoid arthritis because of which she experiences prolonged chronic pain in her joints. Now, my grandmother's example is just one and the effect of a leaky gut and disruption of microbiome in her case is IBS and rheumatoid arthritis. Those who are struggling with obesity, are diabetic or have any other musculoskeletal problems Please do not shy away from considering this as a root cause for your illness. The disruption of microbiome is in fact the main cause but not known to many. Hence the practice of following a healthy diet is quite often ignored. It has not been considered as a method towards wellness and this podcast, especially this episode changes your perspective on that view. No matter what your illness is, it has to be clear that inculcating the right eating habits is your inevitable first step. I spoke about the microbiome to highlight why food is this first step to wellness, to show you how a good diet can do wonders as far as your health is concerned. Now, what can we do to start off? What can we do to repopulate our much needed microbiome? Let's see. Establishing a healthy microbiome through diet involves certain steps. The most important is to remove foods having 1. Gluten, 2. Dairy, 3. Sugar, and 4. GMO products. GMO products are nothing but genetically modified organisms which destroy our much-needed microbiome. Gluten and dairy, as I mentioned earlier, are very common allergens to humans in general. So these four things, let me repeat them. 1. Gluten 2. Dairy 3. Sugar and 4. GMO products need to be removed. Then, we need to re-establish a healthy microbiome by introducing good amounts of prebiotics and probiotics in our diet. Probiotics, which are rich in good bacteria, help in altering and influencing our microbiome to flourish. They can be consumed in form of supplements or through fermented foods such as sauerkraut. Prebiotics are a special form of dietary fiber that acts as a fertilizer for the good bacteria in our gut. Basically, they are supplements to the probiotics themselves. Prebiotics are found in foods such as garlic, onions, artichokes, flaxseed and beans. Bringing back the balance of your microbiome is the first step as far as the pillar food is concerned. Using these methods, we can reboot and heal our gut which takes us closer to the goal of getting rid of your illness such as obesity, diabetes, chronic pain, autoimmune disease, etc. Now that a healthy microbiome is established, what's next? You should adopt a diet that will keep your healed gut strong and relieve you from your illness. I will now describe a plan consisting of what we need to avoid and consume from a general purview to cultivate healthy, sustainable eating habits. This does not target any disease in particular and it is just a foundation to nutritional healing applicable to everyone. So please note here, you will need to build on this specifically according to your illness on consulting your dietitian. 
teenagers and those free from any illness can also follow this plan as it will help them attain true wellness and boost longevity with that being said let's get right into the plan i have named the first segment treacherous trans fats our normal diet has excess of trans fats and these fats are partially hydrogenated and are not found in nature this creation was aimed at providing a healthy replacement to saturated fat by including a carbon carbon double bond in its main chain such as those present in unsaturated fat but it was healthy just on paper its effects became worse than saturated fats these transplants raise our ldl or low density lipoprotein which is nothing but bad cholesterol and they also lower our hdl which is high density lipoprotein or good cholesterol when our bad cholesterol rises and our good cholesterol reduces this leads to several heart related issues trans fats are present in processed foods such as cookies chips sodas etc and are also present in most vegetable oils thus processed food of all kinds which contain artificial flavoring hormones and antibiotics have to be eliminated from your diet we must begin eating whole foods whole foods include whole grains fruits nuts and seeds and the right kinds of fats oils and proteins we should also consume dark green yellow orange red and purple non-starchy vegetables There is a specific reason I mention this exact color of vegetables. Vegetables bearing these colors have important phytonutrients essential for our body. This is exactly what our next segment is all about. The second segment of this plan is called necessity of nutrients. Our normal diet has an abundance of nutrient deficiencies and that is the root cause for all our health issues nowadays. Many people have insufficient levels of important nutrients such as vitamin D, vitamin B, amino acids and several micronutrients which help in important functions in our body. Their deficiencies is the cause of chronic pain and also impacts the nervous system. We need to have foods that contain enough quantities of all these nutrients. For example, vitamin B can be found in spinach, almonds, mushrooms, avocados, beans, etc. while vitamin E can be found in sunflower seeds spinach asparagus fish etc magnesium is an extremely important micronutrient which can be found in dark green leafy vegetables nuts seeds whole grains avocado again etc potassium a crucial micronutrient for proper nerve function is present in kiwis banana beetroot broccoli etc vitamin D which is necessary to provide musculoskeletal health is rarely found in food and hence getting enough sunlight is the only source apart from all of these we need to consume a variety of phytonutrients what exactly are phytonutrients they are plant compounds that have disease preventing properties fruits and vegetables are their source with different vegetables having different phytonutrients which help prevent different diseases Most phytonutrients have antioxidant property and protect body cells from the damages caused by oxidation. This reduces the risk of certain cancers and heart diseases too. The phytonutrient called indolase found in cabbage or sauerkraut reduces risk for obesity. Similarly, another phytonutrient allicin found in garlic has antibacterial properties. So, 
choose your food in this manner consuming a rainbow of phytonutrients segment number 3 corrosive carbohydrates increased consumption of carbohydrates leads to rise in blood sugar level and constantly high blood sugar levels leads to a condition known as insulin resistance a very common condition nowadays due to this condition there is an increased production of hormone insulin by the pancreas in order to maintain normal blood sugar level this causes rapid breakdown of carbohydrates into fat which leads to weight gain chronic inflammation and pain someone who is insulin resistant is at a greater risk for obesity diabetes hypertension heart diseases etc thus the intake of carbohydrates in our diet must be heavily controlled and minimized as much as possible foods with low glycemic index must be consumed this segment is something very relevant to high cholesterol patients in particular doctors tell such patients to reduce fat but here's something important that they fail to tell them you ought to cut the carbs too having a low carb diet is instrumental for weight loss which consequently leads to an improved ldl hdl ratio moving on to the next segment the truth on fats cutting down on fats helps lose weight say many but that is not entirely true it is only a particular kind of fatty acids that you should avoid the rest are extremely important the balance of fat is very crucial in our body both omega 6 and omega 3 fatty acids are required in our body but off late the ratio of omega 6 to omega 3 has substantially increased in many people's food this creates a pro inflammatory environment and as i mentioned before inflammation is the reason for all our troubles be it diabetes obesity chronic pain and just about everything else pro inflammatory conditions excites the nociceptors in our body and increases their number nociceptors are the pain sensors in our body and increase in their number increases the intensity of pain that we feel this is how with proper diet and right amounts of fatty acids we can alleviate our pain omega 6 fatty acid present in vegetable oils and processed food have to be reduced as a replacement coconut oil and olive oil can be used in order to restore the balance foods with high omega 3 fatty acids must be consumed including fish almonds walnuts flaxseed etc there is another subsection in this segment and that pertains to fibers whose proper intake is also very crucial fiber is of two forms one insoluble fiber something that we are all well aware of it creates the required movement in the digestive tract and number 2 we have soluble fibers which slow the release of carbohydrates into the blood stream these soluble fibers hence regulate blood sugar control insulin levels and prevent inflammation and lastly aid the immune system by feeding the microbiome apart from all of this since fiber is a carbohydrate that is difficult to digest it creates a sense of fullness for a long period of time without adding calories now let me give you the top 5 sources for fiber that you should incorporate in your diet without fail berries chia and flax seeds kale nuts and beans with that the main chunk of this episode comes to an end Now I would like to give you a bird's eye view of everything I talked about in the past few minutes to make it clear consolidated and structured
So here goes. When a microbiome environment gets disrupted, several complications can befall our body. A leaky gut is one among them. This disruption is the root cause for your illness, be it obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, autoimmune disease, etc. In order to fix this, follow the two-point formula. Avoid and repopulate. Avoid foods having gluten, dairy, sugar and GMO and repopulate by having sufficient quantities of pre and probiotics. Next, your eating habits can be further enhanced by keeping in mind the four segments I described above and accordingly curating your diet. I have said this before and I will repeat it again, that this is just a foundation for your nutritional healing which is applicable for everyone. For a more detailed and personalized diet according to your specific condition, please do consult an experienced nutritionist or dietitian. The plan described in this episode can be implemented by teens too and also by individuals free of any illness to develop a great eating lifestyle as early as possible and to stay away from all the deadly maladies. That should effectively summarize the first pillar, food. We now come to the end of episode 3 of the Befriend Your Body podcast. In the next episode, I will dive into a very instrumental, also interesting pillar, physical activity. Befriend Your Body is available on most streaming platforms including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon and Stitcher. So please follow us on these platforms. Also, please do give your rating and reviews as it would be of great help to improvise on my content. Thanks for tuning in and see you soon.